Hello and welcome to Infinite Machine Learning. This is your host Pratik Joshi. Today we're going to talk about Nvidia's new AI agent called Eureka. They announced it today and this AI agent can train robots to do all sorts of cool tasks. And uh, I've included the links to the paper, the demo video and the code in the show notes. All right. Why do we need this in the first place? Large language models like GPT-4 are really good at making plans and decisions for certain tasks, but when it comes to teaching robots to do complicated physical stuff like spinning a pen around their fingers, they have been a bit clumsy. And that's where Eureka comes in. Eureka takes the best parts of LLMs and uses them to create a reward system for teaching robots. I think of it as like a smart coach that knows exactly what incentives to give to get the best performance. With Eureka, ro- robots can learn all sorts of complex stuff through trial and error without needing humans to constantly tell them if what they're doing is right or wrong. Eureka's way of rewarding robots is so good that it outperforms uh, what human experts can come up with. At reward programs generated by, by Eureka, they outperform the expert human-written ones on more than 83% of tasks. This leads to an average performance improvement of more than 52% for the robots. And what's more, uh, Eureka can even learn from humans. If you tell it, how to make its reward system safer or better, or basically just any specific direction, it can do that without a full update. And the authors, they used this nice reward system to build something interesting. Uh, For the first time ever, they trained a simulated robot hand to perform pen spinning tricks at, at lightning speed. So you can check out the demo video. It's pretty cool. And uh, so in addition to making robots smarter, it's teaching them yet another quintessential human quality, how to show off, right? So um, that demo video with, with the robot fingers doing all those tasks is actually pretty interesting. And it does it with such smoothness and poise. Um, it's actually pretty awesome. All right, let's look into the components of Eureka. Right? At a high level, you know, Eureka is, is making waves by achieving human-level expertise in crafting reward systems for training robots. And it does so through a method known as in-context evolving reward functions. So, so to break it down, first, Eureka takes the untouched source code of a robot's environment. And along with a language-based description of the task at hand, it uses these as the context, right? We're giving Eureka a playground and a rule book. Now, with this context, it uses a coding-focused LLM to generate the initial reward functions right out of the gate. This is what's called zero-shot generation. And these reward functions are essentially the set of rules that dictate when a robot deserves a reward for doing something right. 
Eureka then engages in what's known as evolutionary reward search, where it tries it tries out multiple versions of these reward functions to see which ones yield the best robot performance. Uh, to, to speed up this process, Eureka leverages GPU-accelerated evaluation. Uh, of, of course, they would. It's NVIDIA. They accelerate everything with GPUs. So it uses these GPUs to quickly assess how well these reward functions are working. And finally, Eureka goes into a phase of reward reflection, right? much like, like humans. We, we reflect all the time, at least... At least the good ones do. I don't know about everyone else, but humans like to reflect. And uh, in this case, it takes a step back to analyze the data collected from its fast evaluations and then fine-tunes its reward functions. It basically learns from its past actions to make future rewards even better, thereby helping robots to get smarter and faster. Through this cycle of generating evaluating, and refining, Eureka progressively improves the quality of its reward systems. And the end result here is that robots can now do pretty impressive stuff. All right, so let's dive into the environment, environment code as context. When it comes to creating reward systems for robots, uh, Eureka has a unique advantage. Uh, It uses the, the untouched raw code of the robot's environment as its playground. And on this blank canvas, Eureka doesn't just make educated guesses. It actually conjures up full-fledged, actionable reward programs right from the get-go. And again, as we discussed earlier, this is called zero-shot generation. And what's cool is that Eureka accomplishes this feat without needing any task-specific prompts or or guidelines that are engineered in advance. This autonomy allows Eureka to be what what we'd call a generalist in, in reward design. It doesn't need to specialize in training robots for specific tasks. Like, for example, you know, if you want uh, you know, before this, if you want a robot to pick up a box and keep it somewhere else, that's a completely different system versus if you need a robot to open doors versus if you need the robot to move from point A to point B. They're all different systems because there was no way to generalize, uh, at least no way, no effective or efficient way to generalize uh, this. And in this case, Eureka is, in fact, a generalist when it comes to designing those reward functions. And it's versatile enough to design rewards for a multitude of environments and tasks right from the first try. So whether you have a robot designed to pick up delicate objects, uh, one that needs to navigate through a maze, or another that's aiming to become the next pen-spinning champion, like in that demo video, uh, Eureka can generate an effective reward program for each of them. And again, it doesn't need a manual or a specific set of rules. It just uses the raw code of each environment to understand what's going on and then crafts reward functions that make sense right off the bat. This, this kind of flexibility makes Eureka a sort of a, a Swiss army knife in the world of robot training. It's capable of tackling a wide array of challenges without requiring specialized tweaks for each one. The next topic in the paper is about 
the rapid reward evaluation. And so by harnessing the power of NVIDIA's Isaac Gem, which is which comes packed with GPU-accelerated simulation capabilities, uh, Eureka transforms into a sort of uh, reward evaluation dynamo. Right? It does it very, very fast. And, uh, and what's the secret sauce here? Again, it's the GPU. The GPU-accelerated simulation in Isaac Gem uh, allows Eureka to take a deep dive into a, a large pool of reward function candidates at, at an extreme speed. And Eureka is selecting the best reward recipe uh, to train these robots effectively. But, but speed is just part of the equation. Eureka's uh, quick evaluation capability, it also enables something quite remarkable, which is scalable search in the realm of reward functions. Eureka can sift through an expansive landscape of reward possibilities, and it can do so whether the task at hand is simple or complex, on a small scale or large scale, again, a variety of tasks. It's capable of casting a wide net when it comes to finding the optimal rules or criteria that should be used to reward robots during their training. And whether you're looking to train a single robot to make the perfect cup of coffee, like like in that you, know, you can see them in airports these days. I'm pretty sure they're in other places too, but it's, it's actually very interesting. It can make a, a great cup of coffee, uh, but coming back, it can train the robot to make the coffee or an, an entire fleet of robots to manage a warehouse. Uh, Eureka's scalable search capability ensures that it can handle the job no matter the size and by marrying the the rapid simulation capabilities of of Isaac Jim with its own innovative approach Eureka sets a, a new standard in the field of robot training it's not just fast it's also smart it's scalable and again i think it's a, a nice big leap in terms of generalizing the process of training robots. All right, we had talked about the reward reflection aspect of Eureka. So let's let's double click that a little bit. After the phase of evaluating reward candidates, Eureka doesn't just you know, sit back and relax. It rolls up its, its leaves and dives into the nitty gritty of you know, what worked and what didn't uh, during those training sessions. And this is what's called reward reflection. And it's basically Eureka's way of processing uh, all the numbers and creating a highlight reel that recaps the essential stats from, from its training process. And Eureka's reward reflection serves as a concise summary, laying out all the key facts and figures that describe how well the robots performed under the influence of different reward systems. Now, armed with this treasure trove of information, Eureka returns the drawing board and then figures out, okay, what needs to change? Like, what happens next is where really the, the magic really happens here. Eureka leverages this reward reflection to fine-tune and enhance the reward functions. And it does so in a highly adaptive and versatile manner. Again, here's how it works. It, you know, a couple of steps here. One, uh, changing the hyperparameters of existing reward components. Uh, this, is, this is like adjusting the seasoning in a recipe. The recipe is kind of working. It tastes nice, but if a, if a dash of salt 
made the dish good, perhaps a pinch more will make it great. So basically by tweaking the hyperparameters, Eureka refines the existing ingredients of a, of a reward system to get even better results. Uh, the second is changing the functional form of existing reward components. Again, Eureka has the ability to reshape how existing rewards are doled out, and again, which can lead to a more effective uh, training outcome. Third is introducing new reward components. Right? Based on the reflection, Eureka might identify that something is missing in the reward system. So it can introduce completely new elements to fill that gap, making the reward structure even more robust. So by using this, this three-pronged approach, it goes beyond simple trial and error. It enters the realm of precise targeted improvement. And again, each tweak and modification is aimed at creating a reward system that will make the robot training process not just good, but absolutely top-notch. And uh, again, it, it, in the, it doesn't just set the bar. It keeps raising it. And again, it's thanks to this adaptive learning loop. Okay, so they designed the system. Now we need to test it. So what experiments did they run? In their, in their quest to put Eureka through its paces, they opted for a full-fledged triathlon of robotic challenges. And uh, again, these, these challenges were designed to test uh, Eureka's abilities and capabilities across many different facets. And they engaged Eureka in a comprehensive evaluation, pushing its capabilities in generating effective reward functions, tackling unfamiliar tasks, and seamlessly incorporating various flavors of human feedback. All right, so let's break down the arena where all this action took place. The testing ground features a, a group of 10 distinct robots, each you know, an amazing marvel of engineering. But again, they were participating in a grand total of 29 tasks. And the Isaac Jim simulator serves as the backdrop for, for this for these intricate exercises. Uh, and they included nine original environments right from the Isaac Jim library. Uh, these range from you know, quadruped robots that seem to have sauntered straight out of a, a sci-fi movie to uh, humanoid bipedal robots right, that might remind you of uh, like a regular humanoid robot. And uh, when we've got quad rotors, Imagine drones on steroids and cobot arms that could give uh, makes basically a, a factory workers uh, a job. Uh, cobot arms are designed to be their co-pilots, and and also there are dexterous hands. Uh, these are robotic maestros capable of pen spinning tricks. So again, these are some of the different uh, types of of robots and environments that that were part of the experiment. And also to add more layers to this evaluation process, uh, they incorporated all 20 tasks from you know, the, the dexterity benchmark. And also, again, to make sure that it, it, the robots are tested really to the limit, they included all sorts of you know, data sets, benchmarks, and tasks that would really push it to, to the limit. And uh, again, these are 
for example, you know, you can picture a robot hand smoothly passing an object to another hand as if it's like setting up a, a volleyball spike or maybe even rotating a cup a full 180 degrees without spilling a drop. These are like, these require skill, like a high degree of skill. And uh, again, uh, this is this is the, they went pretty deep. So, okay. So now that we know the evaluation setup, it's, uh, as we can see, it's like a, like a pretty rigorous process. And through this testing, they you know, they didn't just aim to prove that Eureka can talk the talk, but they also wanted to show that it can walk the walk or roll the roll and, and you know, grasp the grasp. Basically, uh, the point was to show it can do a whole bunch of tasks, all while taking human guidance into account. And, uh, okay, so a couple of things here. Eureka creates superhuman-level reward functions, right? And uh, it's, I mean, think about what it had to do to come up with, uh, with the reward system to make sure the robots worked, right? Eureka, Eureka was pitted against 29 tasks, and it did better than 83% when it came to human experts, right? And again, it made the improvement, the average improvement was a, was a whopping 52%. Uh, compared to previous efforts, and this—I mean, this is really um, some some leap here, and especially when it comes to tasks that require high levels of dexterity, right? And think of again, this is—it uh, creates these reward functions that, uh, that only a machine can do, and and also another thing to note is that the consistency is key with uh, Eureka's evolutionary reward search. Right, think of uh, think of this strategy as a as a snowball rolling down the hill. Over time, it gains mass, and speed, and momentum, and again, it it, it engages in what's called uh, evolutionary reward search. What this basically means is that it constantly tinkers with its own reward algorithms, learning from feedback in a process that's like the robotic version of self reflection. Over time, these minute adjustments. They compound, right? And now we have a reward system that outpaces anything a human can can think of. And also one more thing to note here is that Eureka's novelty score is very high, meaning it's original when it comes to uh, how the rewards are created, right? Again, I mean, sure, human experts can come up with some pretty cool and amazing rewards, but again, Eureka is designing reward functions that are very, very mathematically optimized to get the best out of out of these robots, and uh, and also the best part is these reward functions they're very you know, weakly correlated with those generated by humans. So it's not like it's taking a human reward function and creating new ones that are like slightly different. It's like hey, it's I created a new one, but it's ninety two percent similar to humans. No, it is very weakly correlated, or it means that it is it is very new in terms of how it, it's built. And uh, also the best part is, it, the tougher the task, the more unique the rewards get, right? And in some instances, its rewards were the polar opposite of human-created ones, right? And it was, it's amazing. It's, it's uh, Eureka is figuring out how to reward a robot during the training process to get the best out of it. And uh, this is actually pretty fantastic. All right, 
Now, onto the last section. Again, there's a lot more detail to the paper, but the the last big question they asked is this: like, does Eureka benefit from human feedback? And uh, two two key findings here. One, Eureka proficiently enhances the initial human generated reward functions. Like it, it does benefit from from the human reward functions. And in their research, they, they set out to understand how Eureka performs when it begins with the reward function created by humans. Uh, and their findings were telling, right, irrespective of the initial quality of the human-generated rewards, Eureka consistently optimized them to create superior reward functions. So in other words, starting with human-generated rewards, it doesn't constrain Eureka's performance. Rather, it serves as a beneficial foundation. It gives it a starting point. Right? Instead of starting with a complete blank slate, it can take something that's kind of okay and it can it can run from there. So when initialized with human-generated rewards, Eureka outperformed both its uh, standalone performance and also the original human-generated reward functions across all tasks evaluated. So what this suggests is a collaborative approach between human expertise and AI-based optimization can produce more effective outcomes. The other finding is Eureka facilitates in-context reinforcement learning from human feedback. Uh, Again, one of the standout capabilities of Eureka is its ability to integrate human feedback into its reward function, Uh, again, into the creation process uh, of the reward function. And this enables Eureka to adaptively modify the reward functions to induce behaviors that are both, uh, both safer and also more closely aligned with human preferences. And so to illustrate this, they conducted an experiment where Eureka was tasked with uh, teaching a humanoid robot to stand upright. And rather than relying solely on automated reward reflection mechanisms, they incorporated direct human feedback into the reward function iteration process. And the resulting behavior, as seen in in the final iteration, was significantly preferred by human users compared to the initial running gate that was generated by Eureka without human input. Again, this shows that Eureka can efficiently adapt and improve agent behaviors by leveraging human feedback. Again, thereby increasing the safety and acceptability of AI-generated outcomes. All right, so to summarize, Eureka can teach robots complex skills. Uh, it does this by autonomously writing reward algorithms to train robots. And uh, again, this, like the, for example, it has trained a robotic hand to perform pen spinning tricks for the first time as well as humans can. I, I would say better because it does it with a level of consistency that humans just cannot do. And this is one of the nearly 29 tasks that robots have learned to expertly accomplish using Eureka. Uh, Eureka has also taught robots to open drawers and cabinets, uh, toss and catch balls, uh, manipulate scissors, and many other tasks. And again, in the heart of the heart of all this, reinforcement learning is is again, it has enabled many amazing things, but designing a reward system has still remained a trial and error process. So this this effort it, it it goes towards developing algorithms that can integrate generative AI 
and reinforcement learning methods. And uh, Eureka taps into LLMs to write code that rewards robots for reinforcement learning. And again, if a machine takes a desired action, it gets rewarded. If it takes a wrong action, it gets punished. That's the basic mechanism with which a, a robot learns in, in the reinforcement learning context. So again, with Eureka, it doesn't require task-specific prompting or predefined reward templates, and it readily incorporates human feedback to modify its rewards for results uh, more accurately aligned with uh, with the human vision. And again, using GPU-based acceleration, it can do all of this very, very quickly. And uh, again, this is an amazing feat of engineering uh, that demonstrates how machines can be trained very efficiently and also in, in a generalist way. And in this case, it has taught all kinds of robots like quadruped and bipedal, quad rotor, dexterous hands, cobalt arms, and more. Uh, it has taught them to accomplish all kinds of tasks. All right. You should actually you should check out the demo video, the paper, the blog post. It's it's phenomenal. That's it for today. You can visit infinitemachinelearning.com to listen to all the other episodes. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next time.